0: This is the VET Alumni Podcast with Tech and Prem. It's the VET Alumni Podcast. I'm Tech, he's Prem, and oh, the Eagles, they're now 10-3. and 3. After being embarrassed in Dallas on national television. Just like that, Prem. They went from the first seed
1: to the fifth seed. Just yeah, like that. You know what though? You look at the Cowboys schedule down the stretch. They're probably finishing two and two. You say that, but two. I'm not
0: so sure. Well, yeah, I
1: mean, that. this is why. I mean, in my opinion. You know, you're going they're going to Miami, they're going to Buffalo. If they're lucky, they split those two. But they could for sure lose both of those games, and then they're immediately on the ropes. So whereas it sucks that you lose two games like that, you're still a ten and three football team in the driver's seat. And I want to remind our fan bases and you, Tech, that for a lot of years, <laughs> Eagles fans over the last twenty years has changed. We're perennially, you know, in the conversation for Super Bowls. We're perennially in the conversation for playoffs. But that has made our fan base forget that for uh, twenty three years between eighty one and 4 they didn't go to a Super Bowl, right? And then we've been to three in the last nineteen years. So what has happened psychologically is fans just they people don't really get it anymore. Well, people don't get, have it, Tech. don't get it. They don't get it. We're ten and three. Look, when you
0: construct this team the way Howie did last year, they 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 won a ton of games. And by the way, in more convincing fashion, Jalen Hurts was playing MVP level he ball. Yeah. There was the it was the best roster. In And really, both of our lifetimes. I mean, the Eagles have never had a roster that loaded. No, uh,
1: four would be the closest, but no. You I, I, even I wasn't think, as good then.
0: Yes. I, th- I You know, I even think this was more loaded because Definitely. you came in with two great wide receivers. Yeah, man. It it was just, you know, look, um, expectations changed after last season. So I've heard this a lot about, you know, we we have a spoiled fan base. I've read that on Twitter. And my whole thing is like, well, when expectations change, you know, people get upset when they're seeing... Look, we were all able to put things that we were seeing with our own eyes... We were able to put that to the side because they were winning games. They were squeaking some of yeah, those. Yeah, that's games all that really matters.
1: Out. I mean, that, look, Do- right. the Donovan years—they squeaked out most of those games. It's not football; is not an easy sport. But when you win, you usually teams that are really good, even great teams, through the years. A lot of these great Colts teams in the past, when Peyton was there, winning all the time, or the Brady teams—they weren't always blowing guys out, blowing teams no, out. No, I, I know, and, 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 I and unless you're the '72 Dolphins or the '07 Patriots. You went
0: through this? This ain't college football. I don't care about stylish points and stylish wins. That's what I mean, I don't care about that. I I just care about wins. But losses, when you get obliterated in losses by two teams that, quite frankly— you need to be on par with them. And when those games are non-competitive, it is a red flag for what you're seeing out there, despite the fact that, yeah, they they, they were ten and one going into those two games. And yeah, they squeaked some out. They squeaked some out last year. They squeaked some out uh, pretty much every year, with the exception of maybe maybe eighteen. And they did squeak out that Falcons playoff game with Foles, and yeah, Foles I mean, this was atrocious football. that game. That's how it
1: goes, man. I mean, look at fourth and twenty-six with Donovan. Right. I mean, these things happened through the years and also I just want to remind you our season preview we both had them at 10 and 3 we absolutely it's kind of ironic right it's just
0: that that going to the last two losses the way they lost it 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 feels different it almost feels like they're not a 10 win team even though they are and we mm. predicted they would be. Yeah, I don't, 10 I don't know,
1: man. It's regular season games, and the way no matter how you shake it out, you could weigh out. You could weigh them. It's recency bias. It's I you're, get you're it. you dealing with recency bias. So sure, they won ten to thirteen. You're more focused on the last two or three. I get it. But, right. But you gotta also remember this, too. Tech, this football team is built to win in the postseason because of how they're built up front. So that if they get back to that a little more that's really the key and adversity breeds focus and determination this this locker room is full of really angry veterans right now that are I, embarrassed I get it. that that usually means you're a little more focused at anything you do I was hoping
0: that would have happened after the San Francisco, but you Francisco know, what? maybe loss. they had
1: to lose both of them. I, th- I think, ironically, and you, you probably don't agree. Some people do. I think adversity like this and being just blasted in the media and blasted by your own fan base and the guys with the trash cans outside the Novocare Complex, I think it's good for these guys. I want them to come in, and be upset, yeah, calling them no place, Slay yeah, I, I and think,
0: Trashberry. I
1: think I think it's good for them. <laughs> I think it's good for them, and they're taking it like real pros, making it, you know, slay, having fun with it, making it his picture. I like that because it shows that he's saying, you know what, we do have to play better. We can yeah. play better, but Slay didn't have a bad game again. Cowboys. He was actually uh, locked down against the Cowboys The so Bradbury yeah, had a I mean, bad game. Numbers-wise, Bradbury got two. Numbers-wise, I mean, he was slaying. like Zell Jenkins out there, Bradbury. I don't think there was any completions, uh, maybe one or two, I don't know. So I saw a really good number that I think Zach Berman put up or, um, John Clark about Slay, but... Yeah, uh, no,
0: Slay didn't give up. Slay gave up some things, but, I mean, it wasn't costly. Bradbury gave up some costly plays and then a costly touchdown. But they need they need
1: all pro Slay on Monday night. You know, they haven't won in Seattle since 08. They actually, here, this is ironic, Tech. I was really surprised, right? All time, Seattle leads the series 12 to 7, 12 games to 7. They've only met 19 times. Yeah. But we are 5 and 4 in Seattle. Really? In the history of the Eagles, not not recently, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I'm, well, I, no, they I, haven't I won there since. Uh, oh wait, yeah, because Wentz couldn't win there. Yeah, they uh, won twenty six and- to seven because Brian Westbrook posted it yesterday the last win he was in that game.
0: I bet he was. That's how long ago it's been since they've been. That was Seattle. the year.
1: That was the year that they got destroyed, uh, really bad, and Donovan got benched in Baltimore, and it was uh, almost oh, this, yeah. there was almost that. the the talking in the city like there is now. Like, in terms of questioning Hurts, questioning Sirianni, they were questioning Reed, and if if Donovan era is over then. And then remember what happened, (laughs) Tech? Remember what happened? They put up 50 on Thanksgiving against the Cardinals just about and steamroll to the NFC Championship game, and Kurt Warner has an amazing comeback. Oh, yeah, yeah, But my point is, that adversity for that team really sparked a fire in that team where they were a different football team from that point on. I can see that type of thing happening. Jalen Hurts and these guys, these these are not... crappy football players. These are guys that had two bad games against really well-rested teams who had extra motivation to beat them. The Cowboys are motivated to get the split and stay in the division race and we know that we always split with them. And the Niners were seeing red because of what happened last year and that really made a difference in that game. That game, I don't think no matter how the Eagles played, I feel like the Niners were just going to win that game because of the revenge factor. You had two really (laughs) bad scenarios in back-to-back weeks but I just feel like this team isn't as as bad as everyone's making it seem. It's it's a bit it's a bit alarming to me just because of. Uh, I don't think they're a what bad we have football here. You have to team. know what we have here. I think they're a good football team,
0: and do they have a chance to go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, okay. You almost want the two seed more,
1: right, Tech? I mean,
0: I do. Yes, I. I rather the two. Yeah, the two seed is you won't have to play both. Yeah, Dallas. you Minnesota Francisco. or LA coming in, right? You only Come get on. the, you only have to play one of Dallas or San Francisco, and I, I would. I take
1: that. Yeah, give much me uh, more. give me Nick Mullins and the Vikings coming into the Lincoln in sure. Wildcard round. Yeah, or the Lions, or the Rams. Who cares?
0: Uh, you know, and and not that I think they're automatic wins. They are not. Not with this Eagles defense. Nah. No, they are not. So look, um, the offense needs to be fixed, uh, and it can be. The defense, however, it's atrocious. in between the coordinator really and dead. the players, I don't see how that's getting fixed. But I, I want to go in depth on both sides. So let's start with the offense. Yeah. M- my first question, right? <clears throat> Is who is Jalen Hurts, and 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 by asking that I mean, his first year as a starter he was below average with a lot of question marks after the season, and then he he put it, still made the playoffs. He, he put in a lot of work. He put in a lot of work in that offseason, and he came back last year and played at an MVP level. He had an MVP level season this year. You know, look, he's just been okay, and has that translate in NFL terms? He's been very good, not exceptional. Okay, and it just—I wonder going forward, not next season or not in the next four games, but just period. Who is Jalen Hurts? I mean, we've seen three
1: different Jalen Hurts in in the last and, and right. And what's in these three what's seasons? What's the common denominator, though? This kid is taking an NFL team to the playoffs in three straight seasons. There are legendary quarterbacks. Who didn't accomplish that? Well, I get it. right out the gate. That's who he is. So no, I, I who, get who it. he is is a winner and a leader. No, he
0: is a winner and he a leader. He's a leader, definitely in the press conferences. It varies, but sure you're right. I see. Room. I know what you're When He's on the sidelines, sulking and pouting, and guys like Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham have to come up to him and console him mid-game.
1: It's 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 kind of I don't know this, if it's console. It's conversation between. Well, they come over they and the they put their
0: arm around him Yeah, and it's like they're in his ear because because he looks down. He does he looks like he's having zero fun and he doesn't look in it. And that is that is um p- problematic.
1: That changes this week, man. I'm telling you right now, Tech. I'm going to say it and and again like I always say after it happens, I'll repost the clip. The birds are going to win this game handily.
0: <laughs> I know you say that. I'm not so confident. The, the Seahawks'
1: defense is, is worse than ours. Um, not only that, they are last in the NFL but, in time of possession, Tech. Last but, in the NFL. But
0: here's an interesting thing, okay? Seattle's offense is ranked 20th in the league. The Eagles' defense is ranked 22nd. So that's advantage Seattle. No, it's not.
1: You're talking about a difference of, like, five yards on the rankings, okay? Well, let, me, let me break it down look, for you. No, let me explain, Right. So here, here you go. Right, Even check if it's it out by a slim margin. Check this out. You want to hear how crazy this sounds? Listen to this. The Eagles are eighth in the NFL, three hundred and seventy-three yards a game. The Seahawks, yes, are twenty-first, but you know they only gain twenty-nine less yards a game. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, but so they could be t- so like, twenty-second 20 is a difference of like four yards. All right. They so, could be important yards. I got you. Here's the key, though. Third down, Eagles third in the NFL, forty-seven percent. Third. In the league. Right. Uh, Seattle, 26, 33%. So not only does Seattle hold the ball for the fewest amount of minutes in the NFL, they also convert first, uh, third downs only better than six other NFL teams. And now you have a struggling defense coming in. That's a great equation for a defense that has had trouble getting off the field on third down to try to get right. Because the Seahawks, no matter who they play, (laughs) they can't convert third downs. So if they can just not get toasted. But the Eagles
0: are the worst d- defensively on third down.
1: Right. So, again, but you have, you have an embarrassed <laughs> unit. When you have an embarrassed unit that is refocused, and they were in pads and working on fundamentals this week, when you have that climate among professionals, you're not going to see that defense. You're going to see a defense well, hope that not. for a game... I hope not. You're not. You're just not. It's You're not playing Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy with all these weapons again. Yeah, they got great receivers on the outside, sure. And Geno Smith is a wily veteran. But I don't really see a scenario where a defense like Seattle, when A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard are hungry and, and Jalen Hurts really wants to get right and this offensive line is kind of embarrassed too. I don't see a scenario where that Seattle defense can overpower the will of the offensive unit after what they've been through. I feel like the will... Of the offensive line of the Eagles is going to just kind of dominate up front, and right. we'll we'll score points. at will now we'll give up a lot of points too. So I think you got You got to score 33-36 in this game. I think the Birds are mm. going to win this one, thirty six to twenty seven. Tech. Wow. I think you get a nine I can't point even win. give a
0: score. My confidence is, show, is so shaken with the Eagles. I can't even give well, you a score. This week.
1: 20, I could even see. I could honestly I see think it the being Eagles like pull it out. Thirty six twenty. I could see 36-23. I, I could see. Wow. Yeah, AJ Brown is going to have a night on prime time. All right, staying He's a primetime player.
0: Staying with the offense, and this is really what calls Nick Sirianni into question. I have some serious issues with Nick Sirianni. Uh, I, I can't stand his press conferences at the moment. At the moment. <laughs> the way he answers questions is... <laughs> Uh, he either talks too much or says something that infuriates he me. He does kind of go off the rails a little bit sometimes. Uh, and and quite frankly, in seven out of 13 games, he has not had this team ready to play out the gate. And that is coaching. That is preparation. That's yeah. a head coach thing. And that is just, that irks me. It
1: grinds my gears to no end. But they're also 10-1 because of his halftime adjustments. Uh, well, I, so. I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's like tomato-tomato. I hear Because if you. you're starting shitty... You're gonna. You got a lot of that. Strong. I put on
0: Hertz too. Hertz puts the team yeah. on his back when you True. know he feels like it's slipping. That's a away. good point.
1: That's a good. Point. He does play backyard ball when he has to.
0: So I saw stats, and these are more more like analytics online that I just thought were fascinating. Uh, this is great work by Shane Half from Bleeding Green. Um, okay, oh, yeah, he's great, man. So throwing the ball between the numbers. Listen to this: the Eagles are eighth in yards per attempt and sixth in success rate when throwing between the numbers. But they are thirtieth. That is bottom third in the league in passes thrown between the numbers. Right. They're highly efficient
1: at it, but they don't do it enough. They don't do it. Yeah. They when their success rate is Top six in the league. When you say between the numbers, you mean between the 20s on the field or literally between the hash marks? I'm
0: guessing marks. between the hash marks. Just passes in the <laughs>
1: inside of the field basically. Yes. Okay. Because I think, you know, you think from 20 to 20 sometimes when someone says that. All right. So you mean middle of the field throws, middle of the field completions, and attempts. Right. Okay. And they just, they have the frequency rate is among the lowest in the league. They're bottom three. They're on the but edges a lot. But when yeah. they do yeah. do it, they're top six. In well, success rate. now you got a healthy Dallas Goddard back, and he's going to play in a second game back. You got to hope that they are able to exploit that a bit because, you know, Seattle uh, against skill position players, Seattle's one of the worst teams in football. I mean, they're fourth worst against wideouts huh. uh, in terms of fantasy points, right? Fifth worst against running backs. So, hmm. Swift, AJ, and Devontae. Really have the advantage just based on what Seattle's already put on tape. So you mentioned Swift.
0: Running back screens, listen to this. The Eagles are fourth in NFL success rate on running back screens but ranked 28th in, in usage.
1: In usage yeah. yeah, that's one thing that I want to see a comeback. That, that's bottom five! Remember the, the, the Reed years, the, the screens that Westbrook would get, the way they would design those screens? They were tremendous. You see, the way that why they, they made were... made the offense go. They did, because he could break at 65 yards, and he did in a playoff game yeah. once against the Vikings. What made that so successful was Reed didn't have a lot of steps in the play progression for that to develop and be ready. Right. It's like, snap, boom, and, and Westbrook's ready to get the ball. Yes. These, these, screens they do now, I feel like I'm watching like a slow motion replay on Madden. Right. And the defense is the same, seeing the same thing. Right. These wide-out screens, and, and they do them in the red zone too much. Uh, y- you have to... Why are they throwing so many passes short of the sticks on third down? Now, that's right. on Jalen, too, because Shane now
0: Why is he looking too deep on
1: every play? It, right. It, Shane Half did a great breakdown, but Dan Orlovsky this week, I don't know if you saw his. I did. He did a really good one. He made... He, highlighted a few plays where Jalen had the short-for-short short completion to get the first down, but yeah. bypassed it to take the longer shot. And one of them was, unfortunately, a perfect throw was the one right through AJ's arms on the sideline. Devontae
0: was wide open on a short well, route. Well, Devontae,
1: that one, but then there was the one that AJ like went right through his arms it, on the sideline. yeah. Side yeah.
0: So, that was Tush push territory, right? When it went through
1: his arms. Just is that about what you're talking about the yeah. like two yard line. No, this one was more on the sideline. That's a different one. Okay, we're yeah, about. We're I know to- yeah. That's just highlights how many mishaps there was. In that so game. many mishaps. It was one of those nights, man. And in Dallas, we've had many of those nights in the last thirteen years. I mean, they haven't won there right since eleven.
0: Now, this is one that I brought up last week. After the 49ers game, okay? The first two possessions of the 49ers game, the Eagles had big plays down the field off of small, short, slant routes. Yeah, yeah. Right? Big plays. I love the slant. After the two possessions, first two, you never saw them again, okay? Okay. Check this out. Slants. The Eagles are 7th in success rate on slant yeah, routes. Yeah, because of who we got. They rank 22nd in usage. It's That's ridiculous. bottom 10 in the league in usage, but a top 7 success rate when they do it.
1: Tech, it's almost telepathic that you're talking about slants, because I went on a rant earlier this week about just being creative with plays and putting up, like, my own creative play ideas. Yeah, and slants would be the move. When if, I'm playing Madden, slants get me quick eight yards. It's, and that, that holds true <laughs> in real life. Yeah, and yeah. when you got A.J. Brown, he breaks one, two tackles, he's going how, to the house. How many times do we see Brock Purdy do it? Dak Prescott did it. How many times do you see good quarterbacks
0: do it, and it, and they do it fast? Every third It's in third the first play. two,
1: three seconds. It should be every third play, A.J. Brown is running a slant route to combat the Blitz, too. Because right. there's a lot of these routes... Jalen is blitzed and he has not had nearly as much success against the blitz this year as last year. Right. He doesn't have anywhere to go with the ball sometimes. So he's flushed <laughs> and then he's scrambling and it might be... And he, luckily, he's really good at just getting out of harm's way and throwing it away but right. then you lose it down. So he's yeah. losing too many downs that way where he's throwing it away. Look, he's not throwing picks like on those on those flush outs. He's not usually not taking a loss. He's usually getting rid of the ball. Right. But you're losing it down and that hurts you when you can just run quick slants. Even... It can get so creative, here, tech. Imagine this: you have Gamewell and Swift in the backfield, split backs. You know, hurts is even under center. Maybe old pro right. set formation, two wideouts, whatever. Just run the wideouts on crossers and send the running back straight down the field on fly routes. What are the linebackers doing? You got AJ Brown coming at you, Swift, come, and everyone's gonna look at their conversion at the same spot but completely different directions. Right. It's almost indefensible. They don't do anything like this. No, there's and, no and creativity I'm in I'm a Joe Schmo, offense. regular fan on the street, and I can draw up plays. And this goes to the
0: leaks in the locker room that Derek Gunn reported, which sounds like A.J. Brown to me, but they denied it. But De- Derek Gunn, he, he is an honest reporter, and he reports facts that are said to him. Sure that, does. that somebody in the offense told him that the offense is too predictable, they know our plays, and our, the receiver routes are too slow to develop. See, those type of things... We're seeing it. I've been saying it all year. They need more three-step drops.
1: Yes. Like I was watching some old Montana tape. Uh, I I frequently come across it on Twitter. It's crazy, like old Montana, like clips of comebacks. Montana talked tremendous. about it last week too. A lot of those. Uh, dropbacks for Joe were like boom, three steps getting the ball out. Getting the ball out. Five steps, even five steps, but quick getting the ball quick out. Quick
0: crossing route to Jerry Rice, who was like the best. Yeah, just get cross. it. He we have the receivers like out to do that. And in and I know. boom. Perfect. And we turn them into big
1: gains. And we have receivers for that. Yeah. We saw Those two first two possessions. The problem is it's a whole adjustment of philosophy and you're not going to see that. I know. You're just not going to. So listen to this
0: now. Curl routes, right? The, the good another, old man, Another curls. efficient. I mean, if you have the, man coverage. The Eagles rank first in success rate in the entire league, but rank 28th in usage, bottom four in usage.
1: You really got to hope that, what you're talking about right here Sirianni and Johnson and Hurts they all sat down this week with the whole staff and said listen guys like we know we're way better than we've shown look at this we were good and everything you said they, the they you know they're reviewing exactly
0: what you said
1: yeah. they got to know that they have, they to, have know. to know that
0: if some guy is 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 researching these analytics right. and and tweeting it out exactly
1: then how do the coaching how do, how do the coaches and the coaching staff not see it got to make the adjustments you know i really truly i'm i'm saying it again tech i really truly believe the birds come out and put on a performance on monday night for the world to see because they've been embarrassed on primetime for yeah. two straight weeks i really believe that that's what you're going to get i think that's the character of this football team and it's very common in the nfl regardless of the teams when you have a good team in a season that has won some games it's very common that the bounce back is real. Right. Especially when you got crappy defenses, man. It, I want to see it. I want to see it too, and look. Even if they lose to Seattle, I know the sky's gonna be falling again. Blah blah blah. I get it. Thirteen and four still wins the NFC East. I'm saying it again now. I
0: get it. It's just that... Mm. It does,
1: and you're and no, you're still in the same and you're in the same, same position. You're in the yeah. same position as the two seed because Dallas is the three seed at thirteen and four, and you have a tie break over now.
0: Right now, this one I found to be interesting because this is this is two years now. I mean, I remember when we went on Bell and the Birdman, and I went on a rant about this package, the pony personnel. Oh boy, when you have two running backs in the set, in the backfield, right? I love it. The Eagles have the sixth highest rushing success rate in the league out of that pony personnel. Okay,
1: They have the second lowest amount of rushing attempts from this package. So what you're telling me, Tech, is most of these plays should be dual running backs with a lot of curl routes. A lot of slant routes and a couple screens mixed in. And we're scoring a lot of points.
0: Right. And and you know what's so funny? And you we, hit it with the deep ball. We sometimes. will. And you notice this too. We'll be watching these games. We'll see a play we don't see very often. We'll see it work and then we'll never see it again. Yeah. We'll never see it
1: again. I think they try to outsmart other coordinators so much that they uh, eliminate their own effectiveness. I think what Sirianni has removed from the playbook, if you notice this year, is that inside out RPO. They don't really run that as much. He
0: has slimmed down this playbook like Jalen is a backup. Really I don't odd. get it. Yeah, I really just odd. don't get it. They're,
1: they're gonna. They're, they were shook up this week. Uh, I can tell in the press conferences and the attitudes and the uh, the eyes. You know the emotions around the eyes. Yeah, you can kind of tell these guys are. They're digging pretty deep, and they're pretty embarrassed. And the fans—you got to be embarrassed. The fans
0: on the radio and everywhere else crushing. They them. hate Brian Johnson, and I got news for you. I don't like him either. I, in fact, him, no. I will say that last year you went to the Super Bowl with two great coordinators, and then you downgraded this year with yeah, both of your coordinators. Absolutely. But as much as—and we'll get to Sean. We'll get to the defense in a second. The, the Brian Johnson—you can't blame him, and you know why? Because when it comes to the offense, that is Sirianni. He designs the. Right. Right. Plays yeah. and he installs the packages and he relies on Brian Johnson to use them and call the call these right. plays. Right. You know, at the right time. Yeah,
1: he has like an assortment to select. And
0: Sirianni that. has veto power. If Brian Johnson calls a play on third and six, and Sirianni goes, no, 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 use use the, the, this instead. And yeah. he has veto power. Because they're all that on the headset. They're all there right. talking. And you just know that's happening. He's an offensive coordinator guy. Right. Just because he's not calling the plays, don't mean he's not really the, the offensive coordinator. And Brian Johnson he's just calling the plays and he's the de facto coordinator. I mean, that's the reality of the
1: Eagles. Look, if they don't turn the ball over, then no one's worried about the coordinators because they're scoring 30 points a game. This offense, if they don't turn the ball over and they are just efficient, moderately efficient, you're scoring 30. It's funny you should say that because the
0: Eagles have fumbled nine times and threw two interceptions in the last five games. Yeah, and you know what?
1: That's a pace that doesn't really sustain itself, so... It just doesn't make sense. You're going into a part of the season now with a lot of poor defenses, and you're not going to maintain a turnover pace like that. I want you to also realize that those five games are what Miami, Kansas City... Buffalo, San Francisco, and Dallas—the best of the best it. in the league—and they went four and two. I mean, it's,
0: I uh, would go as far as to say, if the Eagles had to play the Chiefs next week or the Bills next week, they'd lose.
1: They'd nah, lose the Chiefs, that game. The Chiefs are a disaster right now. They're I not think scoring. They beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs don't score.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, no, I think the Chiefs would beat them. I, mean. nah, I think, I, I I think the Chiefs would win that game. The Chiefs are they're not a Super
1: Bowl team this year to Kansas City. Well,
0: maybe not, but I think they'd beat the Eagles if they had to play them again.
1: Hey, maybe, maybe not. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't uh, see anything from them.
0: And, and, and here we go. The last Lastly, the O-line, I've been saying all year, is overrated. I haven't loved the O-line this year. It is not the same as it was the last it's couple not.
1: years. Same with the D-line, though.
0: And this this proves it. The Oh, the, we'll get, yeah, the D-line for sure. Um, the O-line ranks 18th in blown block percentage over the last four games. Um, I just don't understand how they could blow the blocks that they're blowing at this point. How many times? And because it looks like Jalen is bull rushed. Like, sometimes I say something annoying. Somebody asked him, uh, how would you grade Jalen against the Blitz? And he said... Oh, Jalen's a calming presence against the Blitz. He's, 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 he's been gr- excellent against the Blitz. He's the word like excellent against the Blitz. Jalen Hurts, when he gets bull rushed, it's either a thrown out of bounds, broken play, or a scramble drill that's 50-50. It, you're, you, you, you're lucky if you see one of those touchdowns like he threw the, to Zacchaeus when, when everything broke down and turned into a scramble drill, and he hits Zacchaeus in the end zone. That was a thing of beauty. It was I think, for, for my money, that's the best touchdown all year long. And you don't always see that. he he is under pressure almost every snap. Now, in the in the Niners game, he did have a lot of time. i g I'll give it to you. Yeah, but the first time they dominated time, I saw Jalen Lawrence have a lot of time. And instead of looking for simple wheel routes and simple slants and cross routes and things that were short, little running back screens like we like we just talked about, he was looking downfield on every snap and that trend continued against Dallas uh, and, and, you know, he he does, he does is under pressure a lot. And I don't feel like he is a calming presence against the Blitz. You know who was a calming presence against the Blitz? Brock Purdy. He got the ball out, got big yards. You know who else was? Dak Prescott. He got rushed, and it looked like we had him. He got the ball out yeah, of the 33-yard game. That's right, yeah. I and, mean, look, and Jane Lerner does not do that at that same clip that I've been seeing well, these other guys do. Well,
1: why, though, the—, the the routes aren't really there for him to have right. dump-offs yeah, a lot of You're absolutely time, right. You know what I mean? They're it's not. tricky. Yes. So they've really got to do some adjustments, but I think that's what you're going to see. I think right now, these guys are working tirelessly, man. They're really embarrassed. They're a really good football they, and team. And they should be. Yeah, and they they're going to come out, that. and I think they're going to win out. Could they drop one? I think they do drop one, but I think it's actually to the Giants, unfortunately, because of the division. I think that it randomly happens. I think they finished 13-4. and four. They win on Monday night, but I think they lose one of the Giants on some weird NFL stuff. Um, and they go thirteen four. <laughs> oh man, it happens, man. It's football. To DeVito, it's football. Look, I'm to just, Danny DeVito. I think that they drop one to the Giants. Probably they don't play well in MetLife. Did It'd you see his, his agent?
0: His name was yeah, like I it did. was like a clown show. what was like going an, on. There. He's like an
1: extra at the bar in the movie Goodfellas. <laughs>
0: it was just outrageous,
1: ridiculous. All
0: right, let's break down the defense. But first, brought to you by the Fairless Hills Academy of Music. It's time for Vet Fact. This is a vet fact.
1: Well, Tech in the final season at Veterans Stadium, December 15th, 2002, oh, yeah. the Birds would host the then Washington Redskins. Yep. And knocked them off 34-21 to move to get this Tech 11 and 3. Guess what happens on Monday after they beat Seattle? 11 and 3. Yep. This was a fun game for Birds fans, and there was a lot of them there. 65,615 Eagles fans packed a vet to watch A.J. Philly have a pretty efficient day, 220 yards, Two touchdowns, one interception. But you had Deuce Staley doing it on the ground and through the air. 106 combined yards. Wow. Two touchdowns on 24 total touches. I Miss Deuce. Miss Deuce as well, man. One of the greatest uh, Philly running backs. They I should think.
0: bring him home. He's he's on. He's at home on
1: the couch. Oh, that bring him would home. be phenomenal if they did. One, Carlos Emmons had Woo. a 44-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown in this one. Our guy Hugh Douglas... Huge! was in on the action with a tackle for a loss. Some cool names on the uh, Redskins side. Yeah, had Champ Bailey in this game oh, going wow. for the Redskins. Fred Smoot, another yeah. really good uh, corner that played for Tremendous. a lot of years. Dorsey Levens had ah, eight carries million. for 43 yards. You had guys on the uh, – yeah Patrick Ramsey for the Redskins, though. Get this, Tech throws three touchdowns. Oh, I remember this. As game. the Redskins actually made it interesting in the fourth quarter – putting up 14. They entered the fourth quarter losing the game 31 to 7. Wow. And they they made it interesting in the fourth quarter, but maybe it wasn't. The Eagles were probably just playing back on defense. Well, they outscored you know. them 14 to 3, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. So there you have it. December 15, 2002, one of the final games ever played at the Vet, the Birds would beat the Redskins 34-21. Woo! All
0: right. Uh, As promised, let's break down the defense now. First, uh, Sean Desai, he came here from Seattle. But, Prem, do you know what his job was in Seattle? Quality control? No. I'm just playing. It wasn't quality control. You would think, well, maybe he was a linebacker's coach. Not a linebacker's coach. Maybe he was a D-line coach. Not a D-line coach. Secondary, right? was it secondary. You would think, if it's not those two, it would be a secondary coach. No. He was special assistant to Pete Carroll. He had no responsibilities to coach players. He was not coaching players.
1: That's okay. It's a stepping stone. It's he was a, a stone special job. assistant. He
0: was coaching players in well, college, the, though. The, the, well, the point is, is that at the NFL level, he is new to coaching players. This is a new gig for him. He's been a coach for a lot of years, though. And by the way, the whole coaching staff, other than Nick Sirianni and and Brian Johnson's his first year,
1: they're they're all first year in new roles. Doesn't it kind of remind you of when Press Taylor was the offensive coordinator a little bit, and then they went and got Steichen the year after, or Reich Reich, was Reich first. It was Reich, yeah. So, I think this offseason, it really depends on how this finishes out. If Brian Johnson and these guys get it together and look good and win the last four games. This is going to be a distant memory come playoff. Well, time. Maybe. You realize that? I right? just
0: look at 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 Sean Desai right. I, I don't it, All right. I don't like his schemes. Okay? I don't like how he has the players. I don't like the position he puts them in. He doesn't put them in position to succeed.
1: Sometimes, it, yeah, sometimes. A lot of times, really. I mean, especially in these last couple games, what we witnessed. I mean, their second half adjustments by desire, probably the real reason that they're 10-3. and three. I get it. Think about uh, that, because look at, look at the teams you had to really hold down in the second half, all right? You held Miami to seven points in the second half when they were really playing for their lives at that point. Um, you held uh, Kansas City to 17 points on the night and scoreless in the second half. Barely. That's the size size second-half adjustments right there. But I I hear you. I mean, it's not consistent. It's not consistent. It's not consistent.
0: Uh, And and, and you know what? I don't even blame um, Sean Desai as much as I blame the personnel. And unfortunately, that blame has to go squarely on Howie Roseman. We've called him a genius. We've lauded him. Well, personnel wise. We've given him all this credit. And I got to tell you, I think... I think when they, when they end up being short of a Super Bowl this year, it's going to be him to blame squarely. And, and why he had two linebackers leave, he should have kept one of them. He had two safeties leave. He should have kept one of them. He should have adequately replaced Avante Maddox with a guy that was ready to play this year, yeah, not a man. Ringo guy who may or may right. not
1: be good yeah, next agreed. year, the in the years to agreed. come. Well, that's what he tried to do with Roby when he brought Roby in.
0: It was too little, too late. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. like l- I, the way I see it is the difference between the Cowboys defensively and the Eagles is Trayvon Diggs goes out for the year. Right. right, And they replace him with a rookie who's playing all world.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can, injuries, a GM can never prepare for I all get it. Injury. We were decimated but, this But you should have prepared for Maddox because he can't stay right. on the field for and the last was, several years. That was pretty early, too. So
0: he goes down for the year, or any starting cornerbacks go out for any length of time, and they're replaced by undrafted free agents. Right. Okay? Yeah, it's tough. That's it's egregious. Tough. And he overcompensated by bringing in Bradley Roby, who was who came in off off this couch, and Kevin Byard. He traded for who's half cooked, if we're being real, and Shaq Leonard, who might be completely cooked. Well, no, we'll see. Shaq Leonard's we'll still under thirty years old. We'll see. I mean, he's had two major back yeah, surgeries. Yeah, I don't know where he's got out. left.
1: I think he's got way more left than uh, Zach Cunningham and Nicholas Morrow. Maybe.
0: And look and look at what Cunningham. Cunningham came in. He did good for several games, and then he's been out for several games I mean yeah, this is yeah. and th- this is what he
1: was well, that's what you get with this an, is an older veteran he was his veteran. whole career right with an older veteran defender like that who's, you're, all,
0: you're who's who that. was always hurt they always said Zach Cunningham he would have been one of the best at his position you know if he could stay on the field and we're experiencing it here he can't stay on the field yeah.
1: so look though right so you got four games left Seattle's probably the hardest one of those four games these are all crappy teams, though, when it comes down to it. Even Seattle's not really a good team. They're they're like an okay team, right? So you have those four games. They got good skill position players. They do, they do. And
0: they have a good enough quarterback to hit those skill position players.
1: But here's what I'm getting at, right? So you just came off of this gauntlet, went 4-2 and two through this gauntlet with these hard, really, really hard-to-play teams. Now you get these four games that are really just all kind of like get-right games. And then even the first round of the playoffs... It's like another get right game. And then even the yeah, second round of the playoffs, you're hosting a team like Detroit. I'm just trying to put it in perspective for you, Tech. No, I it. A second it. ago you said the but Super Bowl I, they don't win, but they're gonna all they have to do is get a, get good enough by the time they play that NFC championship to, to and, be and, able to beat San Francisco or Dallas. That you gotta play one game
0: by me way, to get to saying, the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they don't have a chance to go <laughs> to the Super Bowl.
1: I, I know, I, think I know. They I know. do. I know. They have a legitimate shot. Yeah. They have a legitimate
0: Absolutely, shot. Absolutely, and, and, and it's because of Jalen Hurts and their offense, and the offense. And I think I heard the camera say, it, and it was like I felt the same way. It's like the offense has been letting this team down, and they've been a disappointment. And because it's either they can't move the ball and they're stuck in a rut, or they move the ball and, and give, turn it over. I know,
1: man. So it's, it's like tough. We,
0: we need a we need the offense because the defense is going to. I don't give. I, look. I don't care that it's Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks or or Danny DeVito and the Giants or um Murray or whoever's gonna be the quarterback and, and and the Cardinals who have, you know, Manny Moe and Jack out there. Right. Basically. I don't really care that it's that. If the offense can't Score touchdowns. Exactly. Forget about field goals. I agree. If they can't score touchdowns, if they can't get into the end zone, then the defense ain't going to stop anybody, even bad teams. But they I expect not the end zone because you're, you're
1: playing top five defenses. <laughs> Yeah, you're but you're not playing top five defense uh, anymore. You're playing bottom tier defense. I want
0: the Eagles to be able to score, but it's not on encouraging.
1: It's not encouraging because you were playing top five defense. I want and you them to score against so when, the top when five defense. Right, I want right, to believe
0: right. that Jane Lears and this offense with the
1: high powered receivers. But and now Deirdre you don't have Swift. to for six weeks. Is what I'm saying. You don't have to I play a it. top five defense for six weeks, right? So between now and then, I'm telling you now, Tech, and we're going to talk about it before the playoffs. We're going to look back on this episode and I'll be like, dude. Look back at these four games. How do you feel now about the offense? Well, I
0: I, I, I really get think it. they're gonna they're well, gonna they're gonna say, click
1: back in, bro. We use
0: the expression "get right." It's like, well, I expect. Them too against I know, these teams. I know, I know. I fully expect it. Well, I that's expect... a lot for you.
1: That's a lot for you to expect them to do well, good. Well, yeah. I mean, I do. <laughs>
0: I do. And especially in Seattle, knowing the recent history of not being able to win in Seattle, I know it's tough. And it doesn't even matter if they're good or not. Yeah, it was Russell Wilson. And he was and Pete him and Pete Carroll. They were tough to beat. They were. even with Wentz when Wentz was at MVP yeah, level. Yeah. He he couldn't beat well, him Well, he in got Seattle. knocked out the
1: game. We would have won that. Right.
0: Game. I hear you. Uh, but it's 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 a tough environment to play in. It they is. have a they have a very um, you know uh- Rabid fan base, just like us. They're loud. It's one of the le- before uh, Arrowhead. Seattle was the
1: sixth man, or what yeah. was yeah. it? The the twelfth man. Pretty much considered the toughest stadium to play. In. Right. So, not anymore though. That's different. I get it. That was because their defense was but, suffocating.
0: But this is a prime time game. It's going to be loud in there. It's it going to be a lot of the line Se- the- Seattle. By the way, they are not out of it. This is a desperation game for yeah. them. They are fighting for their lives they in are. this game. They're coming in like Buffalo did where they are ready to play and they're ready to give the Eagles their best. Pete Carroll's looking at the film. He's a defensive guy. He's looking at what we do on offense and he's figuring out
1: ways to
0: stop it.
1: Yeah, but they've lost four straight Um, and they've looked pretty poor. But losing for the four Dallas straight game.
0: is another thing. That's another right. they It lost creates four more desperation. Straight. They're due to come back for a win. It creates more desperation. And they are desperate for a win because they lose but this game. But we're desperate too and we're
1: better. So for because all we're, desperate and
0: purposes, and we're better. see, if Eagles lose this game, game everyone's going to be pissed off and they're a lot of people are going to write this team off but guess what the season technically ain't over but for the seattle seahawks if they lose this game they're done
1: yeah they're exactly. done yeah. the season's over for them you know what though they're just not a scary team no they're i not. don't think they're scary they're not a scary i know they played well in dallas a, that was impressive but i think that's, that was that's kind, of a, thing, kind of an outlier. that's an that, outlier though. i
0: brought that up last night look Seattle went into Dallas, and by the way, the way they played San Francisco, both competitive games. They took Dallas down to the wire. They were competitive against the 49ers. The Eagles were not competitive against both, and I know there's a lot of factors. People want to bring up the 10 days rest, and it's
1: like, okay, well, no, fine. No, the Eagles were competitive against the Cowboys. They just turned it over, so it looked like they weren't. Well, That's- when
0: you look at that final score, and then look at just how—, how
1: they beat up on us. Well, no, right, but it's 27 13 with two minutes and a third, and you're in touchdown range, dude. Oh. If that gets punched in, that game is not 33 13. If that gets punched in, maybe that game's 30 to 27. Well, you I believe it not? was di- a big I, difference. I think Jalen had
0: just. Run it in or what? Wait, it was 21-13, was it? Or it was twenty seven. Well, they,
1: yeah, it was twenty one thirteen, twenty to thirteen. Then they we let them score another touchdown. We yeah, we cut it to seven. Then they punched then, it and, in, and then we went down the field. And we're about to make it 27-20 and, and fumbled and the ball. fumbled the ball, and that was the end of the game. That was the end of the game. Right, I but turned it they, off. After they, that, they punched that in. That. They punched that in. That's a whole different tenor because then at that point. You got Dak only up seven, and the feeling of, oh, my God, we can't blow this creeps in, and the Cowboys don't handle that feeling well. I'll say
0: this about Dak. Uh, In the last few weeks, even before the Eagles game, I mean, since he—I'll be honest. Since they lost to the Eagles— Yeah, they were on fire, yeah. They have—I have not seen panic set in with him. He's been cool as a fan. And the, the team is thriving, and he looks spectacular. Well, I'm it's not still gonna, December. Not, I can't deny it's it. It's still December. That's I why. get it.
1: So what happens, and it's a really weird phenomenon in Dallas, when the number or the letter of the month turns into a J, <laughs> it's, almost <laughs> like, it's almost like God removes their knowledge of but look, how to play football. I believe this year could be different for them.
0: I really do. I think that they have the most loaded roster. Look, they haven't had a roster this loaded. People also Not in a believe, long time.
1: People also believe the earth is flat.
0: I hear you, but look. <laughs> San Francisco and Dallas, their rosters <laughs> are loaded. And even the guys that aren't superstar-named players, they're re- like like Deron Bland is having an excellent yeah, season. I, I, they have you guys tech, look, that are playing
1: extremely well. The I'm guy on the 49ers. they they're, they're Dallas is going to lose to the Niners because the Niners are going to get the one seed. We're not. We're going to get a cakewalk to the NFC Championship game and you have to go to San Francisco. Because
0: it's not, nothing is a cakewalk for this particular team
1: Compar- with this no, defense. Comparatively, yes, comparatively, Tech, going in with like Minnesota and then Detroit is a cakewalk compared to a bi-week San Francisco Dallas.
0: Oh yeah, I don't want
1: that. I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what i I'd rather do two saying. seed. I'm saying yeah, I'd comparatively. Rather do the yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather that I because f- you're not beating San Francisco and Dallas back to back weeks. I
0: feel better against those other teams, even though look, they're tough games. And 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 they, are if, they if are. if it were to come down to it, where we have to square up against you know Minnesota all week, they're going to be
1: talking, bringing up all these Minnesota stats yeah, and talking Nick about Mullins, Minnesota. Man. And then the
0: following week, if we have to play the Rams, let's say, they're going to be bringing up all these Rams things. Yeah, Matt Stafford
1: this, Matt Stafford that. And,
0: and, and the doesn't receivers, me, the receiving core. It
1: doesn't scare me. I'm not, I'm not moved. I'm only well, moved if we're playing San Francisco in terms of uh, we might lose the game in, in, a, in a must-win situation. San Francisco, Dallas, Baltimore. That's it. Unless you're naming one you of those You just named teams.
0: the top three teams in the NFL in well, right. order.
1: San Francisco, Dallas, Baltimore. And those the are the top are, And three. the Eagles are four. And there you go. I don't know that the Eagles are they four. They are because you beat Buffalo, you beat Miami, you beat KC, <laughs> and it's a head-to-head league. So you can't, you just can't put those teams above a 10-win team. You can't do it. I hear it's you. It's impossible. It's a cumulative thing. Yeah, but it isn't just about the last Yeah, not Fangio have
0: the Dolphins at, uh, having like the fifth-ranked defense in the NFL? Right they have now. a pretty
1: solid defense.
0: Yeah, they're, they're like they're defense. they're a top five defense right
1: now. That's Vic Fangio. But they're playing really, they're playing like down well, to competition. They're not really scary. At I all. get it. No, I, I, we we hand, that was we talk
0: about um, uh, convincing wins.
1: That was the most convincing win of the year. That was for probably the, the most complete game of the year. I mean, 31-17 against uh, what was considered at that point a Super Bowl contender. Uh, I think Baltimore wins the AFC though. I don't think that they're going to lose when it comes down to come down. I really do believe that Lamar Jackson is going to win the conference over there. And he's
0: got, look, he's got a rookie, uh, Zay Flowers.
1: Really good, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's
0: good. But he's
1: got Odell Beckham, who's half-cooked, but still makes some big plays. Still makes plays. And he only has to be an occasional weapon. Right. He and Nelson have to be Aguilar. Guy. Yeah? Well, Nelson's still kind of young, too. I mean, these guys aren't old. Uh, I know. Nelson's like, not. He's... I mean, uh, Beckham's not. And Mark older, Andrews but. out for the year. Yeah, it's for huge, them. but Lamar so I expect, is just, uh, I, I
0: expect them to sign Zach Ertz this week coming up.
1: That would be a big signing for them. I I, mean, I, I expect That would be it. smart for them to do. Yeah, I think that yeah, I should. Yeah, I think Baltimore wins the AFC, and, you know, barring uh, the defense basically playing as poor as it's been playing, and I, I really expect that it, it can only go up from here, um, I think the Birds uh, are going to bounce back nicely, Tech. Listen, they're built I, that way. They're built that way.
0: I hope you're right. Okay, I, know you're I hope you're right. So do I. I. My confidence is not as high as yours is. I do think they'll pull it out. I just think that my confidence is shaken based on what I've seen. Well, it's And fair. really defensively, fair. and I think the offense can be fixed. So, I, am I so worried about Jalen Hurts of the offense? Not entirely. No, no they just had a it's couple. It's more of really a Sirianni yeah. predictability thing. They had it's a couple of down
1: weeks against a couple clubs that were very prepared for them and know them very well and had a little extra juice to beat us. Yeah. That does play a role. And these guys are probably really tired, man. That's six straight tough games against the best competition in football. Yeah. To go, we, I figured three and three in that stretch. Going into the season, I thought that stretch three and three. Uh, So four and two, even though the two are like, feels like four. Yeah. You know, they're not. Still just two. I get it. Feels it feels like four losses though, like out of those two games. I know. Like cumulatively on your heart. We you know?
0: predicted what was you It's know, wild. Because I went back and listened we, we to pre- our season preview. Yes, we, we predicted. We said they this. will be
1: ten and three. We both had them Absolutely. at ten and three. Absolutely. We just had a different path. Co- yeah, well,
0: yeah. Coming out of the bye week, I expected them to lose two of those games. It's so funny.
1: I didn't <laughs> see the Jets lost. No, no, neither of us did. I even said on that show and you agreed, I was like, you know, tech, there's a scenario here where they're ten and one. And you were like, yeah. I know, yeah, that's there crazy. Is. Yeah, it is. And, and we were there. Yeah, we. But we, we didn't have we the Jets loss. We had a no. different. We had the Miami being the loss. Yes, I had Miami. Toasting. I had Miami too. I had it being yes. the way
0: that game went. I thought it was going to go completely opposite, and then I, I think thought Miami I had them, was
1: going to be the one to do what the Eagles did. And then instead of them losing San Francisco and Dallas, I had them splitting San Francisco and Dallas, and splitting Casey Buffalo. But instead, they swept Casey Buffalo. Yeah. and they got a donut with. Can, I uh, thought San they'd Francisco lose against Dallas. Kansas City. But, you know, it's the same thing. I
0: thought, thing. They'd, sw- I thought they'd, they'd, um, they'd split with Dallas, but I did think they'd, they'd lose to Kansas City.
1: It's not the same thing, I guess, because... The, I thought beat conf- San Francisco. Conference losses are worse, so it's not the same yeah. thing. I say that 4-2 is very different 4-2 if your two losses are AFC opponents and not NFC opponents because now San Francisco, no matter what we do, has that one-seed tiebreaker, but Tech, they got to play the soon-to-be AFC champion, Baltimore Ravens, still. It's going to be a great game. It is. That's a great game. It's a game of the week. And, and the Cowboys got to play place. the Bills, and I, I think the Bills could win that game. I do. Well, I got the Bills winning, and so I think does the, Vegas.
0: Yeah, I think the Bills could win that game. I think, uh, I think it's going to be tight. It's desperation for the Bills. It's desperation for the Bills. And, and Josh the Cowboys Allen are coming um, off all these wins, this glorious time, yeah. and I think they, they're going to catch a loss here. Yeah, and, the and, Birds will and, be
1: uh, firmly back in the first place after this week. I hope so. And they'll be there to stay, because then you're going to smoke... The Giants, you're going to smoke the Cardinals, and you're going to have a clunker to end the season and go 13-4.
0: This was a different kind of show for us. I felt like because of what's been going on all week and what happened with this team on Sunday night nationally and what's been going on in the city... Uh, radio-wise and TV-wise, and everybody's been talking, and everybody I talk to, because uh, everybody knows that uh, we do the podcast, and then, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i a huge fan, yeah. and everybody's talking to me, what do you think about this? What do you think? And so it's all week, and I just felt that it was necessary for us to take this show and not have any guests, not do anything like that, but just talk about...
1: What's been going on with this team? Because crucial. It, it's
0: crucial
1: where they're at right now. Yeah, this is the turning point in the season. And they, they're they not stupid. You have a lot of veterans in that locker room, a lot of guys that have played the game at a high level for many years. They know that you can just kind of flush these things. Yeah. Flush these two games and get back at it and, and stay focused and hold the ball and, and focus yeah. on your fundamentals and remember why you became an NFL player. Remember what led yeah. you there. That's all they really got to do because the talent is there. It's a mental thing. Something mentally is just not right with the psyche of the of the team. Right. But that's that's Fixable with one win, man. And yeah, I mean, look, the whole everything changes. They yeah, go into they Seattle and win. because they can put all these
0: leaks and the fractured locker. Room. They can put all that to bed if they can just come out with a convincing win just on Monday come night come out and
1: give me like a 34-20 win. Yeah, they need a convincing win. They need
0: a convincing. I think that's what we're gonna a get. A squeak back. by win would still have tons of question marks,
1: Brem. They need a convincing well, win yes, on Monday yes, night. Yes and no, because you did just explain Seattle's desperate. I mean, It's, in their, it's in their house, so if it's a close win, I wouldn't but be I surprised. But I want to see either. touchdowns from the birds. Yeah. I don't want to too.
0: see, like, late field. I don't want to see Jake Elliott saving the day. Can we
1: get one game where we're up 10 nothing?
0: Uh, yes. I want to see. Against an inferior club? I want to see. Can we get one game up 13-3? Yeah, or, like, 17-6 at the half. Can, Can I see it? Can I at least get a three-point lead at the half? I would love a lead Unreal. at the half. Please. And let me score the best part about Andy Reid where his scripted plays. The first two possessions of every Andy Usually Reid game were the best. Yeah. You got yeah. the best out of them. These scripted possessions, I'm seeing nothing from Siri. I want to see them go down the field and score early. That's what I want. I don't want to see them uh, uh, win the, the coin toss and then say, oh, we'll kick it. I don't want them to do that. I don't want them to defer. You know what I'm doing? If I'm, I want the if offense. I'm, if
1: I'm Siri, I'm coming out first and ten. Power off tackle with Swift. Second and five after that. Uh, power between Kelsey and the left guard with Swift. Yeah. And you got third and two. and Then, okay, then maybe dump it off to Goddard for the first down. And then I, run it again. Th- there was and a, then hit him with a play action. Like, this is what right. you got to do here.
0: There's been debate all week because Cam Newton called out Dak and all these guys about for being he game managers. He just wants attention. I, I, I he's, know. he's an attention but seeker.
1: I can't I, stand Cam Newton. But I
0: hear that, and I'm like, who cares? I'd, I'd love to see Jalen Hurts be a game manager for a quarter. Let him manage the game, dink and dunk Tom Brady it down the field and get in the end zone on a tush push. I want to see it early. 7 nothing,
1: and I don't care if you got to yeah. dink and dunk it. I don't care. I agree. Just move the ball. Because what that does when you're doing that early, that opens up the do- deep ball. That opens up the long ball. Yes. Get Swift into a
0: rhythm. I know sometimes it seems like it's not effective, and, and and you know why that is? That's because he's not a real RB1. He's a complimentary piece, but he's your no, no, RB1. He's, he's
1: a top six running back.
0: Right I now. get it, but you know... In it, limited time. Imagine you gave this guy the right amount of Philosophically, touches. he should be a complimentary piece to a a bell cow back that yeah, they don't you. have you. and, and you're trying to force him into a bell but they cow let, if role if they let
1: him be that he can he showed we'll that just, this year
0: well just run it even if it's not successful yeah, continue to try it. Stop. don't to. give up and then it becomes too deep and then you're predictable because every play has run out of shotgun
1: and then you're flushing Jalen out to the right
0: right I, I, look, I wanted to come in here and and eventually get to the fact that the Sixers obliterated two of the worst teams in all of pro sports. And sport. I saw one of them live. <laughs> I saw you with him. Yeah, that was yeah. fun, man. What a one forty six to one hundred one shellacking right. of Washington. And, and then they beat the Pistons. And Brem the Pistons in my thirty eight years as a basketball fan might be one of the five worst teams I've ever seen play the game. Very
1: poor. Ever. Probably, like, as bad as the 2013 Sixers.
0: May, maybe. But this team is actually not, like, processing. No, no. <laughs> Which is no. just a joke. They are a joke. And and it's they, they embarrassed they embarrassed the Pistons the other night. They'll play them again tonight. And, Love it. And it'll be another drumming. It'll be another, you know, 25, 30-point win. A good one to attend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and, and Embiid is an MVP form. So I wanted to come in and I wanted to talk about the Sixers and how they come out and they're beating the bad teams. They're they're taking care of business against the yep. bad teams. Yep. And in analogous to, you know, what we saw with the Phillies who didn't take care of a bad team or a team that was inferior to them. And, and the Eagles who, yes, they're playing the best teams, right? But they haven't obliterated the... The worst teams, the, the the teams that were like Washington, they didn't obliterate Washington. Cut, kind of, they were up by, by at halftime in both games, and one of them was an it, overtime yeah, it's, win. Yeah, it's
1: division stuff, man. That we've I get it, but played they, them tight for twenty years. But
0: then Dallas, in, in, a, in a division game, obliterated them. The Giants, they obliterate. It's like they, the Dallas has obliterated the bad teams when the Eagles like play them tough and it goes down to the wire. And but Dallas like over-
1: always obliterates bad teams, and they can't win in January.
0: I know, but I I want to see the Birds obliterate teams. They I do should too. obliterate. I do too. I want to see
1: that. Absolutely. I yeah, think that I, if, if it's going to happen, it's happening over the next four weeks. Look, sec- if, if they obliterated the Patriots and Washington at
0: le- in at least one of those games and the Jets, if they obliterate those teams, I'm okay with losing two the way they lost the last two against the best teams in the NFL. I'm I'm, I'm I'm all for it, especially if you beat the Bills, you beat the Chiefs, you beat Dallas the first time. I'm okay with squeaking by in those wins and losing the, sort of the way you did if you had... Some statement obliteration wins against bad teams earlier in the season. Well, you got, which a, they
1: you got a statement obliteration team against a good team in Miami. It's it
0: wasn't a, obliteration. It was
1: the oh, most dominant they were. Defensively it was.
0: It was the most dominant they were this year. It was it was it was it was I, was, I know what you mean though. I know but I, mean. I want to see them do I want to see them put 44-17 and just obliterate right. a bad team. Right. They It'd don't be nice. do it. That'd be nice. Because well that's coming, I think. I hope.
1: You're gonna see I that hope before. They got the playoffs.
0: Danny DeVito and uh, and Gannon, you know. Yeah. I hope that they yeah. can obliterate those guys. I, so.
1: I hope so. too, hope too. <laughs> I really do. And on Christmas and New Year's, nonetheless. Nonetheless. All right, well, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, we're going to be talking about it. It's going to be a nice birds win. I got them winning by nine, ten points.
0: I, I can't I can't put a score up right now. I just, I don't feel confident in a score. I think they'll pull it out. Um, but part of that is more heart than brain. Okay. And, and, right, and I, I, I think they pull it out. I just, I don't know what a score would be. And I, I can't even begin to think of it. But uh, you're
1: going to be a happy camper on Tuesday morning.
0: All right. Well, we'll be discussing it next Football Friday, I'm sure. Yes, we will. Because uh, they'll they'll be getting ready for uh, Danny DeVito. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next week.
1: Vet Alumni.